Welcome, spooky friends, to your favoriteest podcast ever, I hope. <laughs> I don't have Kat with me today. Aw, I know that's so sad. I should do her greeting that she always does. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so today we have, I have guests with me. I have Jamie and Nigel from Your Ghost Stories podcast. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's freaking perfect. She's going to love that. <laughs> so, we are here to talk about all the spooky things. So, you guys, what made you start your spooky podcast? Because my listeners all know why I started mine. But we want to know what happened to you. So, the idea for our podcast only came around, probably is less than a year ago. It was around... December 2022 um, me and Nigel have been good friends for a long time uh, over 10 years and we've done all sorts together and we have a fond interest in the paranormal and all things ghostly and all things weird I guess and around Christmas last year we were having dinner and we were just kind of having a conversation about our, sharing our ghost stories and we just had a great time I guess and just sharing our stories we both had quite a few experiences throughout our lives and that very night um, I remember just laying in bed and I just couldn't sleep because all I could think about was I'd, I'd love to just start a podcast with Nigel we never never wanted to or, or thought about it before and all I could think about was, oh, I just really want to message Nigel and ask if he's going to be up for a podcast because as a, I'm a singer, so I really have a microphone and all the recording gear. So for me, it was literally a case of just, you know, sitting down and pressing record and chatting shit to a microphone <laughs> and, um, you know, about what we enjoy. And then, yeah, and then I just messaged Nige and I think within a week or two, he'd bought uh, an expensive microphone off of eBay. <laughs> yeah. and, wow. um and we, we got it going and yeah so it's a very new podcast it's a very fresh thing but uh we're, we're loving it really and we've met some amazing people nice are you having trouble finding content because i know your entire thing is true ghost stories from other people right yeah it, it can be a bit difficult at time uh times because as i've got older i'm not super popular i don't have uh <laughs> hundreds of friends as I used to back in the MySpace days <laughs> oh, MySpace, but, uh, yeah. I love it but uh, that, no, so um, at the start, at the very beginning um, it was just asking basically all of our family and, and friends and friends of friends if if they had any stories that they wanted to talk about and I've, I've, I've got a few friends that do have uh, some really good stories but they just they just don't want to come on and I, I respect that because it's mm. not for, not for everyone but um, after the initial um, barrier of talking to all of our friends and family, it, it does then start to get sort of a little bit difficult. And I, I do find myself just like in conversations with people sometimes, like if they start talking about like something that's a bit strange, or, you know, I might bring it up and be like, oh, this is a really old place, isn't it? I wonder what goes on in here sort of thing. And just trying to um, sort of like pique some people's interest. But other than that, sort of like surfing the... World Wide Web and um, nice. I guess we knew there's, we thought there was going to be a lot of longevity in a podcast about ghosts because, you know, ghosts have been going on for a, for quite a while now. Um, you know, mm -hmm. accounts of ghosts in history. If you know, there's 
probably books or depictions or images of ghosts going back to God knows how long. And that's kind of always been around for humans. And that aspect of storytelling with the paranormal and ghosts has always been around. So yeah, we, we kind of thought oh, it's going to be easy to find people to jump on our podcast. But yeah, we're a little bit naive, I guess, to begin with. Yeah. We've done well. We got some really cool stories just out of our friends and family. Um, but yeah, then I guess we ran into a little bit of a stumbling. Um, but we we had a chat recently and we were just like, I think we, we were a bit closed-minded just thinking, oh, we need kind of word of mouth. But, um, you know, we branched out and thought, the world of paranormal there's millions of people we can talk to you know like yourself there's podcasters there's authors there's investigators there's mediums Uh, it's not just people with ghost stories and it's not just ghost stories we're interested in in either Um, we're called your ghost stories but we love all things paranormal all things um, you know any kind of phenomena um, Mm -hmm. we enjoy talking about on our show yeah I like talking about Bigfoot (laughs) My co-host Kat loves Bigfoot. She and her husband are obsessed. I think they're originally from the Washington area, and I guess that's like a big hub for Bigfoot sightings. So yeah, they're really into that. (laughs) Very cool. I also um, have trouble with that. And all I do is on, because I don't know, is you guys' show a weekly thing or monthly yeah, it's weekly. We put out uh, new yeah. episodes every Wednesday. Yeah, we. I'm every Friday. So I just supplement by, if I don't have something for that week, I just talk about some haunting or something. You know, I find some kind of interesting paranormal stuff to talk about. It's not hard to find. <laughs> exactly. And another really cool thing that we found is just using websites such as Reddit. Um, we created mm-hmm. a sub, a Reddit um in one of the channels just saying you know tell us your ghost story and we'll we'll put it on the podcast the thing is about about those websites though so you just get blocked and all the time because they think you're advertising Mm -hmm. whereas you know we just genuinely want to hear and share stories um but yeah yeah, we we found a few channels on reddit that we've we've posted a few times and we've got some really really amazing stories back there do you guys have like an email people can submit stories to or a way to contact you yeah, you can find us at yourghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com or you can send stories to our website, yourghoststoriespodcast.com. Nice. Very nice. So let's get down to the spooky then. You guys got uh, some good personal experiences? Let's get jiggy with it. There you go. <laughs> oh, I love it. it in, the, in the style of Mr. Bean, brace yourselves. <laughs> Nice. Apparently, he's not a very happy chappy. If you uh, if you meet him in public and you recognise Rowan Atkinson and you say, "Oh, hello, you're Rowan Atkinson from the telly," apparently gets really annoyed. Really? <laughs> apparently so. Oh. <laughs> I probably get it though. He probably gets harassed all the time. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Jamie. I cut you off. Yeah, that totally went off uh, off topic there, didn't it? It went from <laughs> ghost, about to tell ghost stories to talking about Mr. Bean. <laughs> That's my show, though. That's my show. They know. They know. I mean, he, prob- <laughs> he probably does have some really, really cool stories. Yeah. I love watching that one TV show that's like celebrities ghost experiences where they talk about like, oh, I was on the tour and I was in this weird hotel and they have crazy things happen to them. I love those. 
I think that's actually one of the things that inspired the, the show that we've got, well, for me personally. Um, so years ago, I think it was probably 10, 15 years ago, I used to watch a program, I think it was on, on TV. It's an American program, and it's called, um, what's it called? My Ghost Stories. My mm-hmm. ghost, my ghost story. Is that the one you're talking about? And then they yes, have. Yes, cele- they have a version like- that's my celebrity ghost story. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I watch both. Yeah, it's, that's. Is it? Is it still going? I think it might be. So I, I used to watch that all be. the time. They've, they had a few seasons, didn't they? And yeah, that that is a good one. The way they just sit down and kind of. So tell if the you story. were on that show, what story would you tell? Cool. So, um, so for me, I guess. I've got tons of stories, but what kind of started my interest or fascination into the paranormal, it's just one thing that's always on my mind, even now, is... I was, so, when I was around, I think I was about two years old, or it might have been just before I, bought, I was born, actually. Either way, I have no recollection of my grandma on my dad's side. I, you know, I never, I never knew her. Yeah, she, sorry, she did die just before I was born. And uh, mm-hmm. she died of cancer. And, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, and um, so one day I was laying in my bed, and I, I, was, I was about four years old, and I remember someone just kind of, you know, sitting at the end of my bed, and I looked up, and it was my grandma, and you know, I felt I didn't feel strange or anything it was just felt normal and it just felt like you know a family member sitting on the end of my bed and we had a conversation and I remember one thing that she said to me was I'm okay now Jamie I'm not in pain anymore you know you don't have to worry everything's good um and then the very last thing that she said to me and the hairs on my body are sticking up right now the very last thing she said (laughs) to me is I'll come and see you again one day and then I guess I just kind of laid down, went to sleep, and that was that. And as far as I'm aware, there's been so there's been no physical apparitions, or um, I've not had any kind of contact with her since, as far as I'm wow. aware. But uh, so that's still pending. But uh, <laughs> Nan, if you're listening to this, please don't surprise me. <laughs> nice. Are you ready for, for my story? I very much am. Okay. Bear me just one moment, because I'm actually going to send you something. Okay. Uh, okay, yep. So it's just it's just uploading at the moment, um, and then I'll... But while it's uploading, I'll, uh, I'll start uh, telling you okay. my story. Sorry. <laughs> um, so for me, um, again, I've got quite a few stories, but... I'll tell you where it all began and then one story that is one experience that has always stuck with me and which I shared with a friend um, which is one that I tell everyone Um, but yeah so when I was really little I must have I I used to share um, a bedroom with my brother and we had uh, bunk beds and um, I was at the bottom bunk and I must have been about four years old Uh, we lived in a three-bed house um first people to live in it from noon um so other than my grandparents which were used to visit at the time before i came along i don't think they died in the house but they did die um before i was born and i think one was must have been probably six months before i was born when my nan died Hmm. um 
but I just remember experiencing uh, when I was about four, four years old um, my mum used to have this uh, night light that you shoot, uh, what you would plug on, plug in the wall like socket and she had that in the in the hallway and it used to be like an orangey red um, glow and it wasn't it wasn't at all like um, comforting it was like complete opposite but um, I do remember being um, in the dark with this light on in the sort of in the background and just laying in bed and I remember I felt a weight go on the bottom of my bed and I remember I was facing the wall because our bunk beds was pushed in the back corner up against the wall um, and I just remember I was facing the wall and I just felt this slow pressure start going down on the bed and I just sort of like was just like what frozen for a moment and I remember pe- peeking over my shoulder and there was nothing there but I could feel the presence and the pressure of someone on the end of my bed because I thought it might have been like my dog at the time but it wasn't it was was just nothing there and then I quickly looked back at the wall I felt really cold and just really frightened I didn't know what was going on and I just remember just squeeze my eyes closed and just think go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep and I eventually fell asleep so that's where sort of like it all started and it it escalated to a point once where um, I was in bed and I was absolutely so petrified um, that I used to have the covers pulled up to my chin and I'd have I always had two pillows but I had put one pillow over my face so I literally had a little gap so that my mouth and nose were like <laughs> exposed um, as if that would protect me mm-hmm. and I, re- I remember one night um, I just woke up suddenly and um, the, the bottom of my covers was starting to be pulled and I could just feel the covers sliding down my face and as it got about to my chin I remember just grabbing hold of them with my like my duvet with two hands and this like tug of war that was going on between whatever was pulling my covers and and I just I just screamed in the end like for my mum and as soon as I screamed for my mum it like instantly stopped and then a few moments later my mum come into the room turned the light on and say what's wrong and there was obviously my brother was still in bed in the bunk bed above me just been woken up and there was no way that anyone could have been in the room because they would have literally ran straight into my mum so it was just sort of confirming that I mean I couldn't work it out when I was only so little but I just knew that something wasn't right that was uh, was going on but um, oh yep hey that's ready is this coming through email Yes, but I, I was going to send you a. <laughs> I nearly sent you an episode to my podcast. Um, I listened to it already. I snoop on people that want to come onto my show or <laughs> want me onto theirs. <laughs> I snoop and listen to them and see if I actually want to be on their show or not. <laughs> so there you go. I wanted to be on your show. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm glad that you wanted to be on mine. We've made it. Right. (laughs) There we go. Instant now. There we go. So boom. You should you should get it in a second. Uh, Sorry, Um, but yeah. So going on to um, my other story. So this happened. It must have been in about. um, I think it was either 2009 or 2010. It was. I was with my. um, I went to the pub near me. Um, I met my friend Jack. And we went for uh, just for a, 
for a drink and a catch up. It must have been like about seven o'clock in the evening, and uh, had a few drinks, talking about all, all sorts of things. And we got onto the, uh, the subject of talking about um, like I think it was like uh, Most Haunted UK, which was a TV program where lots of people go to these different like haunted places and and they'll try and find evidence of like ghosts but whenever something happened they always like over the top and they would always run away and it was like really frustrating because it's like i don't even know what's going on like it was all sort of like all over the place but um so we was joking about that and we decided to go on a little own like sort of ghost tour and there was a church literally um two minute walk away from us so we'd have gone to walk around the church, uh, the graveyard at night time because there's there's no like lighting in the church in the in the graveyard. So we were walking around this uh, graveyard and we were like just being idiots and just saying stupid things <laughs> like, "Oh, where's all the ghosts this evening? Is there, is there anyone there oh, tonight?" No. And we're just just being. So you uh, were asking yeah, we're for just, it. <laughs> yeah, we 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 were sort of mocking and but across the road from the church, there, um, there was a little jail house and um very 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 pretty it's, it's not as old as the church but very old it's quite a few hundred years old it's just this little brick building which uh, was built to um just lock up the local drunks or maybe someone who's like committed a, a theft it was a uh, literally two there was two small rooms um and there was just a, a door with um the bars above it just to let like the air in and there was no way, um, there's only one way in and out. And once you were in and locked in, that was it. You were never getting out. And so we we both decided, oh, that looks cool. Let's go over there. So we, we went over to the old um, little jail house. And um, my friend Jack, he pulled his phone out and he goes, oh, I've got a good idea. If I stick my phone on the record and I put it through the bars, you can ask the spirit some questions so we're, we're laughing our heads off and um he puts his uh so he puts his phone up through the bars and he's like he nods at me you're ready and he, he clicks record you know and i said if there's anyone there knock once for yes and twice for no and then we just like pour like was quiet for a few moments and then we just sort of like laughing our heads <laughs> off and he, he, he pulled his phone out of the um the bars and then he uh he was like okay let's let's play it back so he started playing it back and uh bearing bearing uh bearing in um in mind at the time that we hit record we didn't hear anything there was no one around it was it was it was dark the street lights were on um and just a very cold sort of like autumn night and uh, so he pushed he pushed play on the recording and what came back it just scared the life out he just looked at me and he screamed shit and he, he just took oh off running gosh. and that scared the life out of me and then I sort of like sprinted after him he'd run to the, like the nearest lamppost just for a bit of light and so we, we got un, uh, under the lamppost and we were just like what we played it again and we were just freaking out and I said like right let's go back to my house so we went back to mine and um, I connected his uh, phone to my computer and I, I got the mp3 and I turned it up and uh, yeah in the, in the mp3 of the recording straight away all i can hear is banging it's just like bang 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 and i can hear it because because i i spent so <laughs> so like so many times like replaying it and, and turning the volume up and i can hear someone's voice say go away 
and then there's this horrible as if someone's got right up to his phone and just gone it's just that's what you just sent to me yes uh, so i just sent you that okay um, so i'm gonna play it real quick and see if i can hear it you guys might not hear it but i can add it into the show later no worries okay let me see if i can play it i mean that that doesn't sound right. That's, uh, Can you guys hear that? Yeah, that's isn't that yeah, Emma that's not the on right our one podcast? No, I think you've sent him one of our podcasts. Uh, uh, <laughs> podcast. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I, oh, hang on. Yep, got it. It's, it's, it's my fault. Like I've recorded, I've I've named so many things ghost, um, <laughs> and it was actually. You're gonna have to be more specific next time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's just me. I mean, ghost recording. I mean, this this is really weird. Well, it's not. It's just me being so sort of like dumb this evening. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I've have just sent it to you now. Oh, it's, okay. uh, it is yeah. Go, it's ghost recording. Yeah. Okay. I've just killed the suspense, haven't I? <laughs> You didn't hear any of that at the time? No, so at the time we were standing there and um, when he was recording we were both really, really quiet and it wasn't until he, he stopped recording and we had a little laugh and then he played it and we were still standing outside the, the door of it and he and he just screamed shit and started running. <laughs> and that him, just, that's intense. <laughs> and that, that, made me, that made me panic as well, but... Um, yeah, I. To be honest, I I did tell people about it back in back in the day, but no one really sort of like believed us. Mm. I even like I, I don't know why I just wanted to sort of like because to me it was like I I've just got proof. I got proof of like a ghost. Mm-hmm. It was like a a big thing for me, and I even I even sent it to um, the local paper where I live, and I never got a reply. <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought, "Who's this? Who's this weird?" That's okay. I've sent recordings of my EVPs to um, the Ghost Hunters. TV show, and they've never written me back either. <laughs> Ghost Hunters, if you're listening, you are my dream guest. Please contact me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but not not Ghost Adventures. I don't like those guys. <laughs> Nothing's worse than a bunch of bros running around the room yelling at ghosts, you know, like, come out and get me. Like, come on, man. Yeah, mo- most of those TV shows just come across so fake, don't they? Yeah, yeah. The only one I can even buy into is Ghost Hunters. I love that show. Totally addicted. So, um, okay, you showed me an EVP, so I'm going to click one for you. Let me pick one. So, here's a a fun one. Um, Here, let me set it up for you. So, I had my second cousin with me. And he did not know all the stories of the house. Like, he knew the main general story. But so I was telling him the details and I was kind of giving him a tour around the house. So my nanny was outside talking to somebody else. And he and I walked into the house. No one else is in the house. No radios are on. No TVs are on. The house is dead quiet, pun intended. So... (laughs) We go in and we start walking up that big grand stairway I told you about that goes to the second floor. And we get about halfway up the big stairway portion of it. 
and I tell him, oh, wait, I forgot to hit record on my phone because I, I always like to do that when I'm inside the house because I always catch things. So I hit record. When I hit record, he and I were goofing off. And so when I hit record, I said to him, okay, I hit record, so don't say anything stupid. And then we like chuckle or whatever, and we keep walking. While I'm saying that, I caught a whisper. It's saying what's going on. You could always like a. You could always email the clip to our to our. I email. am going to do that actually. We can check it out now. Yeah. All right. So you should get it anytime now. I think. I don't Sweet. know whose email it went to. Got it. We've both okay. got access. To got this it. One. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Right, I'll pause and let you listen to it. I heard it. Yeah, that was. Uh... It's creepy. So I think it's saying, what's going on? It's like, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, yeah. While I'm talking. It's almost like, why are you stopping? Because I was on the stairs walking up and all of a sudden I told him, wait, stop. Let me hit record. And I feel like it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, creepy. It's, um... So that's just one of them. But yeah, I yours is yours is cool because... All that shenanigans is going on, but you can't hear it. And I can't quite figure out how I feel about that. Like, how's that possible? Is it a different dimension? Is it? I I just can't logically. What what do you think? What's your take? So when I reflect on it, um, to me, it feels almost um, like angry and a threat. Because we were we were openly mocking and we, we were just like sort of take we were taking the piss and uh, it just felt like that almost as if something wanted to say well I'm going to prove <laughs> I'm going to prove you two I'm going to scare the living shit out of you as well at the same time but yeah it felt like um, it was very sort of like deliberate intent and yeah it clearly wanted us to piss off as well <laughs> but let us know let us know that um, go away you know this is your only warning go away and uh, yeah i've never done it again I've, I've not i've walked past it when i used to go to like the other pub but i i'd never sort of like mess around there or anything like that just because i feel like mm. you know, I've, I've been told once i don't need to tell me again <laughs> message received loud and clear what about you jamie you said you had a bunch of stories yeah you yeah really you've got an evp so haven't you i got i got tons of stories um so Going back to what I said about the first story, I actually realized that I didn't uh, finish the story off. So the one little tiny extra thing to add is, so I said that I had the experience of my nan um, coming to my bedside or coming to my bed. The exact same thing happened to my mum in the exact same house. We didn't talk about it until I was much older. Um, And she said the exact same thing to my mum where she said, I'm okay now, Lucy. You know, things are fine now. I'm not in pain any longer. Wow, doesn't that make you feel validated? Yeah, but I'm you know, sure... like they had the same experience. As as somebody who listens to ghost stories all the time, I'm sure you've heard this many times as well, where, um, you know, a spirit is coming back to reassure a family member mm-hmm. that, um, you know, things are, things are okay. But yeah, move, moving forward onto that. So that house is the house I grew up in. Um, so yeah, from the age of maybe when I was born to, I guess about five years old and I still now even or maybe I was five six 
And even now, I have memories of stuff that went on in that house. And I had two older sisters as well at the time. And again, even now, we, we still talk about it and we still talk about the things that happened in that house. So I think th- this is just, just from the age of four years old, five years old, it's kind of given me an insight into this world and... I mean, even I don't understand it. I don't, mm-hmm. but that's what I find fascinating, and that's maybe why I'm doing this podcast so I can understand it more and see what's going on. Um, but yeah, and then I guess other things. So in that house, my sisters saw kind of hands coming through doors, Ooh. and and we'd always, whenever we went went out for the day or come back, the stereo would be on kind of full blast, just little things like that. And then one time. I remember um, we were all sitting there watching TV and there was a little kind of like a, a, a mini grandfather a mini grandfather clock with a medallion, swinging medallion. And this medallion hadn't swung for probably at least a year um, because the battery didn't, you know, the battery ran out, but the clock still worked, but the medallion, the battery for the medallion stopped. Um, it ran out and you know my mum just never replaced it it just kind of whatever and one day we were just sitting there watching TV and out of the blue <laughs> this medallion just starts swinging Mm-mm. and um, but yeah no, no explanation just little things like that so many things happened and fun- funny you were talking about that house actually so today is my mum's birthday today and we Aww. were looking through happy birthday mum uh, <laughs> and we were looking through an <laughs> old photo album and there's a picture of me in that house and right next to me there's a big orb in the picture Um, Mm. so just found that interesting and yeah so I guess moving forward um, not not far forward so I guess it's probably around the same time that's about four years old um, I said to my mum this isn't um, a, a kind of a ghost story but it's I guess a spiritual thing or something that happened to me that I have no explanation for or something that I said that I have no explanation for so I strongly believe that I was reincarnated and so at the age of four years old uh, we were driving I was driving in the car with my mum I obviously wasn't driving that'd be weird <laughs> um, so I was in the car with my mum and sisters and I just said to my mum I've been here before and she was like what do you mean you've been here before and I was like oh I used to be a farmer over there used to be fields and it was all just a built up area with you know schools libraries massive houses and I said yeah I used to be a farmer um, and I gave an exact date I think it was in the 1700s I can't remember it now but it was in the 1700s um, and yeah I was in say 1766 and I was a farmer and this was my name and blah 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 and um, a few weeks later my sister was kind of looking through old census records and she saw the name that I'd given for that kind of area mm. at that time and she saw that all the land was indeed farmland now how's a four-year-old gonna know um, oh my that? gosh so you were one of those creepy kids mm. that says crazy shit to their parents and <laughs> freaks them out my my son my oldest did that to me when he was four years old what is it about four-year-olds you know he said to me one day mommy does god wake you up in the morning and i said well at the time we were religious so i said well not not literally i guess or sort of i don't know like what do you mean i just asked him more detail right he's like well does he does he wake you up and i'm like how so and he's like well 
does he tickle your feet in the morning to wake you up? <laughs> and I'm like, nope, he doesn't do that. <laughs> like, okay. Like you were saying, there's something about kids that have this sixth sense. Um, mm-hmm. I think as we grow older in the Western society we have nowadays, we I think my belief is we lose touch of our of our spiritual side, mm-hmm. our sixth sense, and uh, yeah, I think we as as we grow older we lose we lose sense and we lose touch of that. So that's probably why there's millions of accounts of children that see things say say creepy things that they shouldn't be saying <laughs> and yeah i've just had um my first child as well she's uh coming up to seven months and i'm just Aww. i'm begging that she doesn't say anything creepy <laughs> oh she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna well, she already like the other day she's just looking behind me and doing this weird smile like in the middle of the air i'm like oh and i was home alone with her as well like, no stop doing that <laughs> you're like oh damn <laughs> here it Here goes my friend's daughter when she was a toddler said to her or like maybe four or five i don't know said to her mommy there's uh there's a girl outside playing and her mom was like oh really you know playing along with her like should i let her in to play and she said no don't let her in she has the dead eyes are you fucking kidding me the dead eyes i'm out i'm out i'm moving I'm burning the house. I don't care. Whatever. Burn, burn the child. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> and her daughter was young, like way too young to be knowing anything about dead eyes. Like, what is that even? Yeah, that's creepy. No, forget it. So, yeah. And then I guess moving on to more ghosty things. So one thing that's really stuck with me uh, over the years is, so we were house sitting for... Uh, an auntie years and years ago as I was living in South End at the time right, in the UK just on the coast and yeah we over the years we've been told by this auntie that the house was haunted you know where they lived and that they had things happen to this happen to them and I was around it's just a normal you know normal house on a normal street I was probably around 10 11 at this time and I was terrified you know I didn't didn't want to see a ghost. I didn't want to stay in that house. But mm-hmm. as a kid, I had no choice but to follow my mum and do what she told me to do. So um, yeah, I went went and stayed at this house. And my my older sister was there at the time as well. And we were sharing a bunk bed in one of the rooms. And mm-hmm. so first of all, I'm very grateful that I wasn't alone because I I don't know how I'd have dealt with that because I was genuinely I felt very very scared to be in this house. And I remember. Um, so we, I think we were watching a film and then I went upstairs to bed and with my sister and she went into the bathroom. I remember being in this bedroom alone and I was just remember feeling nothing but fear, just being so scared, just thinking, oh, please, I don't want to see anything. Please, nothing happen, please. And I went up to the window. It was a, a summer's night, uh, pitch black outside. There's just net curtains. I'm not sure if you know what net curtains are. I'm sure you have them. <laughs> In America, like um, mesh, like um, see yeah, kind of exactly yeah. like white meshy kind of yes. gra- granny curtains, basically. Yes, <laughs> and um, yeah, so th- I was just kind of looking through the through the curtains into the blackness of the garden, and um, <laughs> that was your bad. <laughs> what were you doing? Uh, well, that? <laughs> I was doing anything I could to avoid. I was doing absolutely anything I could to avoid thinking about, oh, like yeah. hurry up, sis, like hurry up 
Kirsty, please come out of the bathroom because I don't want to be alone in this room. So yeah. I was just trying to try to distract myself. I was just looking out the window thinking, oh, please hurry up, please hurry up. And like, even now I remember just the fear like really bubbling up inside me. And mm-hmm. as I was looking out this window, all of a sudden it's like two hands grabbed the net curtain right in front of me. And bear in mind, no windows open, absolutely nothing. Uh, no draft. It's like two hands grab, grab these net curtains, lifted the curtains all the way to the top, held them there for a good one, two seconds, and just let go. And they just kind of drooped, dropped right in front of my face. What and I in just, the actual yeah. fuck? <laughs> so I mean, you that, saw the hands? Like, I, did, I didn't they see any hands. But I didn't see any hands, but I saw. Oh, you the just shape, saw the curtain move. The, cu- the curve in the curtain where two yes. hands would be lifting them up. Oh my god. And it had, That's like it was, scary movie shit. It was right in front of my face, and I just. it just, went, As soon as it dropped, I just sprinted down the stairs, crying my eyes out. Oh my um, god. Did your sister believe you? Well, my mum was downstairs, and I don't think she believed me. Um, oh, but and, Moms and, never do. I always uh, did, just for the record. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we were having this conversation uh, recently with one of our guests, and I think it's, uh, you know, as a, as a mother, you don't want your child to be right. scared. You know, you're trying to protect them. You have to do even it age-appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Even if, even if you know something freaky's just happened, you've got to pre- kind of pretend it hasn't, and, you know. Yeah. Um, you're okay. You know, it was your. My nanny used to tell me, "It's okay, sweetie. They're good ghosts. They've never mm. hurt anybody. They're good no. ghosts. It's okay." So that's, <laughs> like, I guess, that's spooks. A, she would call them spooks. <laughs> that's a good way to be brought up, I guess, because you know you have a, a you you don't have so much fear inside you when it comes to it. Mm. Whereas for me, I was like, "Fuck that! I I don't want to see ghosts." Yeah, but now looking back at it. I know what kind of people those people were, and they were dreadful, awful people. So now I don't trust the energies in that house. I trust the little boy's energy because he is a very specific energy. But the other ones, I don't think that they're dark. I've never felt that they're like evil or anything, but I just don't trust them, you know. Um, but yeah, um, so if you want to listen to our whole array of ghost stories you can listen to our first ever episode which is called host stories do you get it nice yeah, i yeah, like it see Play what we did words. okay um, yeah that, that's got pretty much mine and nigel's entire life life story but i'll tell you one more one that's really like it only happened a few years ago and i find this mm-hmm. one really creepy um so where my mum lives now she lives with my my youngest sister and so it's just a small three bedroom house again very normal looking house and I've had quite a few things happen in this house and I lived there for about 10 years at kind of as a as an adolescent from the age of 14 to about 24 I'd say and many many things happened over the years and I think I've documented and told every single one of them in in that episode but one thing that re- that happened to me. So, my mum had uh, her her ex partner, well, her her husband at the time was living there, and so my stepdad and me and him didn't see eye to eye, and we didn't we didn't get on at all. And I I just I didn't like him, and he probably didn't like me, and I had good reasons to. But there was a lot of negative energy in that house. He was not a very nice man. Um, just very manipulative, controlling kind of stuff, and 
you know, I, I just, I, I separated myself from it and kept myself to myself. And so I just didn't want to be around him. So I could just spend a lot of time in my bedroom. I remember one day sitting at my desk, just kind of on my laptop or playing Xbox, whatever I was doing. And there's just very distinctive three knocks on my door. And it was my stepdad's voice going, Jamie, come, down, come downstairs now. Ew. And I, straight away I was like, well, that's weird because we don't really talk much. And, you know, why, why are you talking to me like that? Like, what have I done? <laughs> like... So I just straight away, I just thought, that's weird, I'm a bit rude, but I said straight away, why? I was just waiting to hear either footsteps go downstairs or, you know, him to just talk to me, reply. But no, I was just c- complete silence, I had nothing. And so I was just thinking, I didn't, at the time, I was like, well, that's, that's weird. You know, like, like I said, it's a small house, I'd have, I'd have heard his footsteps, I'd have heard the stairs creaking, but I didn't hear anything. So I just thought, oh, whatever, I, you know, I must have just just crept down without me hearing him so I went downstairs and my mum was in the sitting room and I said um, I said what what did what did he want like why has he just told me to come downstairs and she said oh no he's he's outside in the shed I was like oh my well, gosh I was like he, he definitely just knocked on my door and told me to come out to come downstairs um like without a doubt but fair enough you must not have heard him go up the stairs so I went outside down to the shed and bearing in mind mum's back garden is a very long garden you know you probably have to walk a good I don't know 80 to 100 yards to get to the shed so I'm walking walking down the shed and I knocked on the door opened the door and said yeah yeah what, what is it you want and he just looked at me and was like what do you mean I was like you literally knocked on my door and you said Jamie come downstairs now in like in an angry kind of voice so you know I'm here what is it you want <laughs> And he's just like staring at me blank, like I have no idea what you're talking about. And wow. To this day, zero, zero explanation of how that happened. And I can guarantee, you know, it was his voice and there was a knock on my door, but mm-hmm. there's no explanation for it. That's messed up. I had that happen at my workplace recently. I can't say names or where I work or what I do because I don't have permission, but my coworker and I totally heard our boss yell his name. I'm just going to call him Peter. So we were standing there talking and he started to walk away and we totally heard her voice say, Peter. And he, he said, oh, she needs something. And he turned around and walked toward her and I said, yep. And then we snickered or whatever. And then he went and she didn't call him. <laughs> At my work, you guys. I, I think it's creepy that it used your stepdad's voice especially sounding angry knowing the negativity that was in all of that like if you I'm sure again you've heard many accounts and many stories of trickster spirits spirits Mm -hmm. throwing their voices pretending to be family members or pretending Mm -hmm. to be someone you know and uh, I think it is is very common yeah even Bigfoot does it (laughs) does he? Nigel, mate! Nigel, I'm over here, mate! <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I love uh, the guys' accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just for me, I, I'm, I'm into all that kind of like cryptids and all that. And, but yeah, there's many stories of um, about Bigfoot and uh, quite a lot of uh, people have said, 
you know they, they live in really remote places like their nearest neighbor might be like a 10-15 minute drive away and they said there were quite a few experiences people have had on the properties where they'd be either working in their garage and they hear someone calling their name like like for instance like there's one guy he heard his wife calling his name and um he thought he just sort of if, if, if she wants me she'll come to me um and it wasn't until they were both in the yard one day and they heard his wife calling his name and she's like literally because they're surrounded by woods mm-hmm. um and they literally look at each other and then they realize that this something out there mimicking her voice to try and lure him mm-hmm. out there and and sort of like stories of like kids as well like uh, where kids and pets they're these bigfoot have apparently like learned uh the, the names of these people and they just like will say them but it doesn't quite sound right it's not like quite pronounced mm-hmm. it'd be like you know if someone was to say james it'd be like james it's mm. cool. it's it's just me listening to all these uh, blimmin' stories when I, wow. <laughs> when I should be working. I feel like but, there's uh, yeah, other just... cryptids that do that too, right? Like, not Bigfoot only. I need to have you guys back on the show when Kat can be on the show with me because she is the cryptid king, queen. She knows all the things, and that's her jam. So we that's need same, to make that happen. Same as with Nigel. I know nothing really about cryptids or... But, yeah, yeah, me so. neither. I what I know, I learned from Cat, or I learned from having to research for the show. Because sh- we our episodes stay on ghosts, but our bonus episodes are often about cryptids. So, nice. in fact, I'm we sure. just did one about aliens. We talked about aliens. Are they among us? Awesome. We love we love, did well, love the uh, alien topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so over here in the UK. Um, there, there is a cryptid. Uh, there's one called Pigman. Uh, that's sort of like it's that's me. me. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I don't. Yes. What did you just call me? It's me. <laughs> I honestly think this one is a bit of bullshit. But uh, yeah. But um, yeah, in a place called Canic Chase, uh, an area of outstanding natural beauty. Um, but yeah, there's this, there's all sorts of things that are meant to happen in uh, like Canic Chase, and yeah, one of them is meant to be a pigman. But um, scrapping that, there was actually um, <laughs> so there, there was, there was someone in. I can't remember which now. part of the UK. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone in the UK. I can't remember exactly where, but what they were doing it was their thing, and basically this guy would dress up like a clown, mm. right? And he, and he, and he would all he would do is in the middle of the night two or three in the morning he would stand somewhere really inconspicuously and just stand there because he he basically what he wanted to really wanted to do was as people are driving by to see him and and scare the shit out of him but he didn't do anything i remember that was really popular in the uh, i remember seeing that in the u.s yeah i remember seeing i remember seeing that in the uk but it wasn't a clown it was a man in a gimp suit no, no, no! This, this definitely, this, this was a guy in a clown, in a clown suit, and then like people just started taking it upon themselves to copy it, and then they went one step further. People were then like running after people with like machetes that and swords. That was happening in the US. And, that happened yeah, over it was there just too. Crazy. Yeah, I, I don't remember it happening. Yeah, there. I remember it happening in the US. I did. 
No, yeah, it happened here as well because it was this big thing, sort of. Exploded, That's a good like, way to get shot. People. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> or stabbed or something. Because if you if a clown runs at me, I'm about to throw hands. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's gonna go down. <laughs> I'm not afraid of clowns, but I am afraid of some asshole running at me in a costume. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, thank you. But yeah, it it, it, it like did. It did happen over here as well. Mm. But, um, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Well, you guys have been awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed having you on the show. We really are going to have you back, but we'll talk about cryptids. We'll break my rule. Definitely. Because I always have this rule <laughs> that it always has to be spooky, ghosty things, but I'm going to break it for you guys. And we'll have you on and let you talk to Kat, and she will talk your ear off about all the cryptids. <laughs> I'd better do some so, homework. Yeah, well, me too. <laughs> you guys remind everybody again where they can find you if they want to check out your show. So yeah, you can find us on all the major um, podcast platforms. Just search for Your Ghost Stories. Um, or you can find us on our website, yourghoststoriespodcast.com. And uh, if you've got a story that, you know, you if, if you've got a story out there that you want us to tell or you you want to be a guest on, on our show just email us at your ghost stories podcast at gmail.com very cool thanks for coming and as you all know until next time i'll spook you later